This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by we have Alex Otero. Alex is with PRMG Otero Mortgage Global, and that's OMG for short. So Alex is going to blow our mind today. He's a mortgage broker, and he's going to tell us all about what's going on with these crazy interest rates that we're experiencing. So Alex, excited to get into this today. Thanks for joining us, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeremy. It's a pleasure to be with you and your listeners to be able to kind of dive into the wonderful world of mortgages and purchasing homes. Oh, yeah. We love it, especially down here in South Florida with the th- way things are going. This is turning into uh, such an amazing market. So much to talk about. So let's get into this. Alex, t- let's start off with some basics here. Tell us a little bit about PRMG and Otero Mortgage Global, and then we shall proceed from there. Absolutely. So Paramount Residential Mortgage Group, or PRMG for short, is a nationwide top 10 direct lender that specializes only in mortgages for purchasing and refinancing. Uh, I've been a part of uh, PRMG now for over 10 years. Um, I have my own, you know, within within PRMG, I have my own company called Otero Mortgage Global, uh, which is OMG because everybody's like, OMG, you guys are great and this and that. So I'm like, hmm, Otero Mortgage <laughs> Global. Okay, OMG, it works. So, uh, and basically, once again, we specialize in mortgages and, um, it, it, you know, I've been in the industry for over 20 years now. I have a team uh, between any, you know, from my loan officers to my processors, underwriters, that we fulfill uh, the ability of getting clients approved and into their new home. So, twenty years in the industry. Ten years ago, you got uh, you connected with PRMG, which is a franchise, correct? Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. I own the uh, yeah, I own the location here in South Florida. So, twenty years now. It's two thousand twenty-four. So you were in the game before before 2008, leading up to that. I remember back oh, yeah. back in that time, things were insane in terms of mortgages with uh, obviously all the uh, subprime loans and yeah. everything going on. I remember I had a, a couple of friends of mine that were in the in the mortgage business. It was a, a wild, wild west, if you will, back then. Pretty much. So yeah, I mean, when you have regulations, I mean, you know, you have programs that were allowing people to buy, you know, with stated incomes, meaning you didn't have to verify any income. If you had a high credit score, you could buy a half a million dollar house without verifying income. Uh, the types of programs that were out there were fixed adjustable. So after the fixed portion, it became adjustable. If you didn't go into a 30 year fix, you're going to hit the adjustable period. And, and that's where a lot of the uh, downside of that era went in because a lot of the mortgages became adjustable. People couldn't pay for it because the, the the payment ballooned eight, nine hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a month. And unfortunately the the fall came, if you will. So going back to when you started in the industry, what got you started with mortgages and talk a little bit about the transition from that led you into getting connected with PRMG and, and getting into the franchise with them. I appreciate it. So basically, um, I've been actually in sales uh, since I was about 15, 16 years old, almost 27 years now uh, in sales in general, you know, selling lawn service, um, you know, just over the phone sales type thing. And then a friend of mine um, that worked in the lawn care uh, industry with me, uh, he jumped into the mortgages and, you know, he asked me, hey, why don't you come in? This place is good. So I started a mortgage company uh, back in late 2003. And um, my first month, I, I blew up. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just, I just got people in, uh, talked to them over the phone, got them in. They bring me their documents. 
refinanced them. And, and my first month I did like 15 loans. I'm like, wait a minute. And everybody's looking at me like, who's this guy? So I kind of caught a knack for it. Uh, but then two months later, I'm like, everything fell apart. Like my, my, I was confident, but then two months later, I'm like, wait, I'm not getting any loans done. Nothing's happening. And then um, I was about to walk away four months into it. And then I had a really good month and I kind of really started understanding the grasp of it. And then I really, I really took it in. I really understood it. And I said, wow, this is awesome. You know, started helping a lot of people, saving a lot of money on a monthly basis, um, getting themselves out of debt, putting themselves in there. And I really liked that feeling when it came out to it. So fast forward, I became a branch manager. I had my own team. We ran. And then unfortunately, 2007 came and then the big impact of 2008. Uh, happened. And uh, mind you, I'm just with a high school diploma, no college, no anything, just just once again, running sales. 2008 happened. And I find myself I'm making a buttload of money now making almost nothing. So I had to kind of reinvent myself. I kind of got out of the industry because I'm like, man, the mortgages destroyed my life because it made me good. But now I'm, I'm out because now I don't have any any funds. I, I, my, 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 my daughter was born, my second child, married and everything, and uh, decided to go back to school. So I ended up um, having to do something. So I said, screw it. I'm going to go to school. And I went and uh, got my bachelor's degree in business management with the University of Phoenix. And then I was four years into that. And then I said, you know what? Might as well keep going. You know, so I took a, like two months off and then I jumped into my master's degree with FIU and I got my MBA. All in that time frame, I was kind of out of the mortgage industry because, of course, nothing was really happening in the industry in itself. So I was out for about three, four years. And then uh, an old boss of mine, he called me up. Uh, and he's like, Alex, uh, I started with this company. Come on board. Um, so I'm like, ah, mortgages. OK, let me delve back into it. So I did. And uh, sure enough, the first year was because you had to get a license before you never needed a license. Now, after the Dodd-Frank Act that was passed in 2011, all loan officers uh, had to get a license by the state and the, and the uh, federal. So I just did the whole thing. First year was a was a was a was a loss, if you will. I, I didn't really do much in it. It was hard because at that point, it wasn't just making phone calls. You had to build relationships with realtors and everything. So I ended up at a university just doing admissions. You know, um, when I applied for the director's admissions position, director of admissions position, it didn't happen. And in that same time frame, I was part time doing mortgages. And just in the part time level, I was really doing well. Uh, I partnered up with a couple of realtors. And from that point on, it was doing awesome. But I didn't want to leave you know, fixed income, you know, I had a family to provide for and everything. So I was making good money on the side with mortgages, but I didn't want to leave that. And it wasn't until, uh, you know, I didn't get that direction position that it kind of hit me. That was my, I'm going to jump off the mountain and see if I could fly. Right. I'd never in, 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 in my whole career ever left the company, not having at least a salary, something, something I could bring to the table. So that was my first time I went hundred percent commission. And uh, of course, looking back now is the best decision I ever made. Uh, that was 10 years ago. I'm partners with PRMG. So I jumped into it. And PRMG is obviously a phenomenal company, uh, very dedicated to their team, their staff, their culture. And for me, that's what has always driven me to stay with them. I, I've been in, recruited many times over by a multitude of uh, other mortgage companies. And I've always stayed with PRMG because of the family environment. Now, th their motto is, you know, um, uh, we're loan originators for loan originators because they were loan originators when they started, the owners. And they understand basically what it what it comes down to. So for us, it was a big thing for me to stay with PRMG Mortgage. And now, 10 years later, I have my own office, my own team. And thank God I've been very successful in the industry with it. So going back 10 years to when you, you got involved with PRMG, what was the biggest challenge that you face transitioning from you know working for somebody else to starting your own business, becoming an entrepreneur? 
And what was the, or what is the biggest reward having done that now sitting here 10 years later? You know, um, for me, for me, it was just the not knowing, um, you know, to, to take a leap like that and, and just kind of fend for yourself on uh, going. I mean, I mean, I, I give kudos to everybody who's an entrepreneur, everybody who works for themselves. Um, that's not an easy task. You, you got to go to bed on your own self-discipline, your own self-motivation, whether you're feeling it or not, you got to still provide. <clears throat> so it's a phenomenal feeling after you get past the, the beginning initial stages, because the initial stage is always going to create what fear, right? Because you don't know the unknown. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. And if you stick to your gods, if you, you stay consistent, that for me was the biggest part is I stayed consistent and I didn't give up. I started building more relationships. But I think for me, the, the, the success really comes down to Jeremy is <clears throat> creating the relationships and just having the correct and the best customer service you can. I'm proud to say today, 10 years into it, I'm 100% referral base. I don't have to buy leads, if you will, get clients. Everything that comes my way comes from referral based on the type of customer service my team and I provides, the service that we engage in, most importantly, the availability. Um, my, my family got used to, of course, me working seven days a week, all hours. I'm up at six in the morning, sometimes going to bed on phone calls at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Um, because it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's there to service my clients and being available. And that's what's gotten me to that that success. For me, 10 years ago, um, it was a, a big challenge like anything else you start. But in the long end, that's where you're going to really see the benefits, just sticking with it. And I'm proud to say I'm here with you on a podcast talking about mortgages and everything. So phenomenal. Yeah, happy to have you here. So with that said, what is going on right now? I know that interest rates are seem to be coming down uh, to some degree. Mm-hmm. We just went uh, went through a surge. Things have gotten a little crazy. What's going on? What's your prediction? What do you see coming next six months, 12 months into the future? Give us uh, Pull out your crystal ball, if you will. I always ask this to realtors. Let's do it. The crystal ball. <laughs> tell me what's going on with the market. Then later on, we can look and see, see if yeah, we'll kind of predictions see are right. So what, what ends up happening, of course, is, you know, for the last and that's one thing that those entering the market to buy a house, you know, they only hear from their neighbors and everybody a 2 percent, 3 percent rate. Right. So so if they didn't know that that was like the norm, you know, of course, unfortunately, it's not uh, being in the industry. Once again, in, in, in general, 20 years, um, the average interest rate actually over the last 40 years is 7 percent um, leading up. I don't go too far back, but leading up to 2018, 2019, 2020 to, to the pandemic areas era. Um, it was about 6%, five and a half to 6%, six and a half percent in certain cases. And that was norm. That was a normal rate. So of course, when rates dropped down to two, 3%, obviously it was a flurry. That's why we had such a huge spike in real estate. That's why property values have escalated to the highest point ever in, in residential history. And, uh, of course what goes up must come down. So of course, um, the fact that rates were the lowest, of that unfortunately affected the Fed because they kept the rates too low for too long. Hence why we had a massive increase in inflation. Um, so, of course, because of that, they had to increase the rates threefold. And that's why we had uh, rates increasing late 22 and then all of 23. And we're seeing 8% rates that we haven't seen woof, in, in many, many years. And um, now it's starting to come down. And it's coming down, of course, because inflation's coming down. Um, uh, Fed Chairman Powell just came out last Wednesday um, in reference to being able to reduce rates in March. Unfortunately, they don't plan on it. However, the initial 
uh, projection was going to be that rates are going to be dropping down this year at least six times. Now, when they're going to do it, it's still to be determined, but that's still the projection in the plan. So rates will be continually coming down. Uh, and one thing we always have to look for is that when rates are low, it's great time to buy. And that's understandable because, of course, that's when people want to take advantage. But my message is that don't worry about the rate. Worry about your house. Buy a home. I mean, you got people that have interest rates right now on their credit cards at 18%. You have people with car payments at, at 10%. You know, so you're going to have rates no matter what a high amount you're going to pay it. The beauty about real estate is that it has appreciation, especially here in South Florida. You're going to have a lot of appreciation when it comes to value. All those people who bought in 2018, 2019, 2020, they're loving life right now because their property appreciated easily 30 to 40% in the last few years. I'm one of them. So it's just one of those things where you have such an opportunity to be able to have an asset. The rate you could always eventually refinance. We're going to have a refinance boom toward the end of this year into next year and, and, and going into 2026 because rates are projected to go down back to at least four and a half to five and a half percent, you know, by at least 2026. So we're going to have a refinance boom. So all of those homeowners and buyers in the market right now, don't worry about the rate. Buy your home. You're going to buy it at the lowest level now because when rates drop down, what's going to end up happening? Property values are going to go up, right? Because you're going to have more of a demand. So sellers are going to be selling their property, going to have more competition and all that. So the best time is to buy now. The best time was to buy a year ago. The best time was to buy four years ago. The point is it's always a good time to buy. Don't let interest rates affect your decision on buying because trust me, you're not going to be on that rate for 30 years. Like I said, I've been in it, you know, in the industry overall 20 years, the average homeowner has kept their same mortgage between four to six years. The average homeowner has kept their same home between seven and 10 years. The point is, is that no one keeps a mortgage or mortgage rate for 30 years. You want to take advantage of the actual house and buy your own home, especially those who are renting. Imagine getting that knock on the door, Jeremy, and saying, hey, I'm the landlord. My life has changed. Unfortunately, I need you guys to be out of the house in the next 30 days. And then now you got to pick up your family and you got to now move out and find another place. Don't try not to. I mean, it's not easy for everybody. I'm not going to deny that. But if you have the means, if you have the capabilities, you have the assets to buy, you have the credit, you have the income, make the call. Make the call. Start looking. Make a call to your realtor. Make a call to your loan officer. Start looking into options of being able to purchase because don't let that rate. Oh, I'm going to wait till rates go down. You'll be waiting forever. Because, <laughs> yeah. Good luck trying to time the market. I mean, yeah. between between the rate the interest rates and the real estate value, I mean, nobody knows which way it's going. So that's why I ask about the crystal ball. It's kind of tongue in cheek because we yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, with hindsight, looking back, you're like, oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point, right? You just find if you're looking to, I mean, at least if you're not buying properties for investment purposes, but you're looking to like buy a house that you're going to live in with your family, look for the property that you fall in love with. Look for the, the thing that you have an emotional connection with. It's about <laughs> the experience of living there, uh, the long-term investment. And so, yeah, I, I agree. I've heard that a lot from, from mortgage brokers and realtors alike. And I don't think it's just a sales pitch to, to get more properties no, bought yeah, and sold. I, I think it makes thing, a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. We're saying the same thing for a reason because we're, we're in the industry, right? If your doctor's telling you, hey, you got to take this medication, that medication to feel better, you know, you're going to probably want to do it because we know, we know how it looks and everything. And, and from the, you know, remember we, we deal with multitude of, of different clients, different arenas, different uh, um, potential buyers and realtors. So we know basically what's out there, what's coming. And no matter what, 
we're going to be able to help you get into a house where you're going to be able to get finance and you're going to be better off no matter what. No matter how you look at it, whether you have a seven and a half percent rate or a six percent rate, yeah, your payment's going to be a little lower, but those with a seven and a half percent rate can always refinance. And that's the key. So shift gears for a moment here. I know that uh, when we first spoke, you were telling me about a little bit of background that you have in, in, in radio. You were doing a radio show. Can you talk a little bit about that? And I think you were also active with the church. Tell us a little bit about what you do there. Yeah, so I've been uh, I've been part of my parish, Our Lady of Lords, down in Kendall, uh, oof, over twenty years now. Um, I was just a, I was just a parishioner, just going in, and then um, you know through my education, through my experience, uh, the Monsignor asked me to join the um, finance committee. Uh, I'm also a lector, uh, I, you know, I like to do readings as well on Sundays, uh, and also I'm a uh, MC, as they call, it, Master of Ceremony, that helps all the altar servers and everything. So very big part of my church. We just had a um, a carnival this past weekend. Uh, it's our annual festival that we do. So I was on Radio Pass. Um, coincidentally, when I was talking to you, I was on Radio Pass and I was doing a um, an interview with them that morning uh, for about two hours, just talking about the festival, talking about, you know, um, community, basically bringing everybody together, wholesome community. We have different countries that go in and they actually serve food. You know, we had Colombia, we had Peru, um, we had the Philippines, um, you know, we had a multitude of different countries, you know, Feeding everybody there at the carnival. It's a, it's a great place, and I was in. I was one of the one of those. It's um, basically not in charge, but um, helping, I should say, regarding the sponsorships. So I was also helping regards sponsorships because, of course, it's important to help sponsor the festival as well. So it was a great interview for two hours. Um, I was speaking to a Monsignor who, who runs the Radio Pass channel, and uh, it was a great time being able to do that. And I do different types of podcasts, I do different types of interviews as well, because I think it's important to get the message out there to those listening. So they have a better understanding on um, how we're able to grow. Uh, I've gotten a lot of my information listening to podcasts. I got a lot of my information just reading people's personal stories and their personal histories. And I come to find out, Jeremy, we're all the same. We walk different paths of life, but at the end of the day, we all want the same. And 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 it's to you know to make good money, to have uh, um, you know a, a loving family, to be with people, to be friends, family overall, and just to be in community at the end of the day. Uh, and no matter what career your path is in. It's just always about helping because no matter what, everything we do is helping others. And, and that's what I think motivates myself uh, and those who work around me and those I know. We always want to help everybody around us. Absolutely. So, Alex, before we wrap up here, please share with our listeners, anybody out there that's listening that would like to learn more, maybe have some questions, maybe looking to get that first home and looking for a good lender to work with. How can they reach you and how can they learn more? Yeah, you can always um, come to our website. Um, basically, I'll, I'll give that in a second, but uh, Otero Mortgage Global, PRMG, I'm a different kind of breed when it comes down to it because availability. Like I said earlier, I'm 100% referral-based because of what I've done. All, all the homes I've helped clients go into and purchase, all the realtors, it's all about transparency. And when you're buying a house, it's not like buying a car. You know, you have a lot of money on the line. Uh, you want to make sure you make the right decision. But what you never want to do is go with the lender just because they're offering the better rate. Because um, rate, like I said, doesn't always matter. It's always about the service. Uh, I always use this joke, you know, those wine drinkers and everything. If you buy cheap wine, you're going to wake up with a headache, right? So you always <laughs> want to make sure you're, you're, you're getting a high caliber referral person that's going to be able to walk through you, <clears throat> excuse me, walk with you throughout the whole entire process because it is. It's a detailed process, a lot of underwriting, a lot of processing that you got to do. So I'd always, uh, I'd always advise those um, look for a lender like myself, my team, 
where we're going to be available to you answering any questions. I'm on the phone sometimes an hour and a half, just educating. Not even, I don't sell anymore. I, I just educate. Here's the information. Here's what you have. This is what it is. You make the educated decision on which direction you want to go. And that at the end of the day is what we come down to. Just educating our clients on being able to go on the right path. Sometimes they're ready now. Sometimes they're ready in the future. But the beauty about what we do is that we prepare our clients. We prepare them to be able to purchase because not everybody is ready to buy in the next 30 days, but they will be able to buy in the next six months if I help them how to increase their credit scores or uh, what kind of income they're going to need, you know, or how much they're going to need, uh, the amount of assets or, or uh, deposit, if you will, uh, uh, down payments, closing costs, everything like that. So you could always reach us. We're at OMG Lend on social media through Facebook and on um, Instagram. And then, of course, I have my website as well. Uh, we have... PRMG actually have a, a website here. And basically, our website, I'll go through it as much. <laughs> um, I'll send you the link. I don't know if you can put it on, but I'll send you the link for oh, the yeah, website we'll, also. You can be able to um, and go into that as well. Yeah. And and basically, we help everybody nationwide. Uh, we specialize, of course, in the state of Florida. Uh, and we do every type of program from investor program, DSCR programs, bank statement loans, foreign national loans, of course, the traditional VA, FHA, and conventional loans as well. And at the end of the day, it's always important to have options. And give us a call. We'll definitely look at some options for you. All right, brother. We will, of course, link in the description to all of your contact information. So, Alex, pleasure having you on the show, brother. It was uh, nice getting a chance to meet you and learn about what you do for our great community. So, again, thanks so much for joining us. Will do. Thanks, Jeremy, for having me. Appreciate it, man. Now it's our pleasure. Thanks, our listeners, for tuning in, and we will catch everyone next time. Everyone have a great day, and take care. You Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com, or call 954 231 three one seven zero.